on Buckets of Books, and we're talking about books you read while you're traveling. We got to this idea because Alice and I are both reading 100 Years of Solitude, as we talked about last time, uh, but we don't really, we wanted to wait to talk about that one until we're finished or further along. Um, but I was just traveling. I was in Colombia reading that, um, and that's where I started thinking about travel books and guidebooks. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Are you somebody who like buys a guidebook and does a lot of research in that kind of medium before going somewhere? Um, no. I mean, it is mostly my parents planning the trips, but it's still not. I'd say we're not a very guidebook family. Um, I think. I mean, I also think like the internet is an infinite guidebook, and so that's sort of <laughs> what we use. But um, I don't know. We don't really. Do you? No, but they've come into my path sometimes. Uh, I went to Hawaii and somebody gave me a big, like, classic guidebook. I think it was, you know, the most famous guidebook for that area. And I had a good time flipping through it, but I tend to find those overwhelming, I think. Because uh, I like to do maybe a little bit of research before I travel, but... You know, you can't do everything. I don't like to try to pretend like you can. I'm not somebody who wants to hit a whole bunch of museums. I'll do maybe like one museum per trip, I feel like. Or like, you know, a certain number of um, sort of touristy attractions maybe, but leave a lot of room for just walking around and eating and sightseeing on foot. Um, so I kind of just ended up flipping through it and got a few like, tidbits but uh not really I, I don't think that's exactly how I do it either what about what kind of books do you usually bring for leisure when you're traveling I have a really hard time narrowing down books for a trip but I usually like to have something kind of light like a beach read which we've talked about in depth um and then maybe something that I've read before so I definitely know I'm gonna enjoy it and then whatever I'm reading in the moment so I feel like three is my healthy number for just like a, I don't know a week-long trip or something like that what about you um I like to bring a book I haven't started yet but like still kind of know I'll like um where if it's an author I know or like I've read a little bit of it but I like it to be like a fresh book so that I know that it'll last a long time um, I think, but I would also, it's usually, like, a fresh book I haven't started at all, and then a book I've read a million times and absolutely love, which, like, maybe not necessarily a beach read, but something that, like, I know, it's just, like, a comforting book to reread again. Right, because it feels like if you bring a book and don't like it, it's just a complete waste of space, and that's, that's mm -hmm. the premium. So that's, you know, I'm not normally a Kindle person. I have one, but I, I only use it a fraction of the time, but I feel like that is the time for it. But I oftentimes don't. I oftentimes like have my Kindle and my carry-on and then four books in my suitcase. Do you usually read like as much as you're planning to when you're traveling? Never. Yeah. I mean, I always do, but never as much as I'm planning. Um, yeah. I, I feel like I read a lot in the airport or in the car or whatever, the mm -hmm. traveling itself, and then I like to read by a pool or by a beach, and that's pretty much it. What about you? Yeah, I would say I love the reading by water. 
um, which we've talked about, <laughs> but I think, I don't know, there, it's also, like, it's exhausting being in a new place, and sometimes it's too, I don't know, it's mentally difficult to continue reading, especially when, like, it's a school book, um, and recently I was traveling and I brought A Hundred Years of Solitude with me, which I won't talk more about, but that was, like, as you know, it's like, that's a, you re- I really, I feel like I really have to pay attention to everything that is being said, or I'm going to get completely lost, so, like, I really like the book so far, but it is, it's not quite the ideal traveling book, I would say. Right, I, I specifically timed my reading schedule to factor in solitude and this trip I was going on to Colombia, as I told you, um, and there was one moment where it just all worked out perfectly, where I'm sitting on the balcony with the hammock and I've got solitude out, you know, and it seems so perfect, but you're right. That is a really engrossing book. And there, there was so much going on. It's not like I was and it was a group trip too. So I didn't have a lot of time by myself. And so I barely read it. And that's why I, I don't, (laughs) I can't really talk about it that much this week, but do you ever do that? Like kind of plan something thematically to go with the trip you're taking I haven't but I really like that idea um because I was reading Solitude and it was like some scene that was raining and it was raining outside and I was like wow this is so cool I love this um so I like the idea of doing like thematic books but I mean I think it's hard sometimes but I I like that idea a lot well what's your next what's your next trip do you have one right now um, I'm doing a college tour this weekend, but I think it's just going to be like 24 hours. Um, so not so much time for thematic reading, but I when I, I st- a while ago I started The Waves by Virginia Woolf and I never like finished it, but I really loved it. So next time I take a long train ride somewhere, I'll bring that with me. Nice. Yeah, you could pull out one of your school books for your college visit, like Secret History or something. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in more recent trips, I've been very obsessed with journaling while I'm on a trip because I have this idea of like, you start to forget things and you are making all these memories. And if you ever go back to that place, you might forget like what restaurant you went to or the names of things. And um, so I've been very, at the end of each day being like, sorry, like can't talk right now. Gotta catch up on my journal before I start to forget things. Um, And so, because I'm doing that in my alone time, that's leading to less Mm -hmm. reading time as well. I think it's still sort of the same vein, though, where journaling, I don't know, it's the same sort of outlet as reading is. Yeah, it feels that way. It feels like a little solitude, refresh time, (laughs) as opposed to all the walking around and stuff. Um, But there is kind of that pressure while you're traveling to make the most of every minute, and to always be doing activities um so I just feel like I haven't had as much of a chance but it's true I do I do love a book by the water so if I am sitting by a pool by myself that's definitely what I'm doing are you the kind not traveling but just like day to day are you the kind of person to like carry a book around with you in your bag everywhere or you know yeah pretty much um because you never know when you're gonna be bored in the moment and I take a lot of walks here in Baltimore Uh, I live very near the harbor and there's this really long promenade all down the harbor that goes through the the central curve of the city 
And so I, I always like to take a walk and I just never know when it's going to be um, like a really nice little bench or mm-hmm. uh, good people watching or something. So I always have one just in case I feel like I want to sit down and I do all the time. And so I, I'm always, whenever I'm reading anything, I take a picture of it, buy some water and post it on an Instagram story. And so I have so many of them <laughs> that are just the book by the Baltimore Harbor because that's that's my regular reading spot photojournalism <laughs> not really <laughs> I'm not a photographer but it's kind of like partially how I keep track of what I'm reading and I always love the aesthetic of a book and a water and um, I really like how people who I don't know very well or people who I've lost touch with will often write and respond and be like oh I've been meaning to read that how is it or that's one of my favorites um there's that social element that mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't get just by keeping a list for myself. I, at the end, I keep, like, a list of all the books I read each year. And at the end of the year, I always post it on, like, December 31st. And like you said, like, even people who, like, I know, but, like, not, I'm, like, not at all close with, like, are asking questions about it and, like, asking what I thought about each of them. It's just, like, such a fun feeling to share that information. Yeah, it's true. But it it does mean sometimes I'm thinking about things thematically for, like, what's going to make a good picture. (laughs) Um, You know, like, I I was going fishing with my dad, and I brought a book with me that I had already finished on that trip just because I'm like, it has this foggy lake, and we're going on the foggy lake. And um, I, I often do, like, a quote, too, and so then I feel a little like try hardy or try hardy influencer like posing it too much but you know it's just it's just fun and I found myself posting a lot of books and water beforehand and I'm, I was like I feel like I'm I'm crowding up the grid with this I should just keep them all separate <laughs> um yeah books by water definitely my favorite and traveling books I would say not so much my takeaways yeah. for this episode gotta, gotta pack carefully <laughs> which for us seems to mean two to four books at least i know I, you know i don't i've been doing that my whole life i feel like that's been my average and it's worked out okay <laughs> even though i never end up touching two of them at least um the takeaway for this episode is when in doubt pack more traveling books yeah that's a good call always i feel like no matter where you're going <laughs> Um, we'll be back next week on Buckets of Books.